I want to first wish all of us a Mazel Tov, specifically David Siegel had a baby girl, I believe, today. We say always, B'Sha Tevo Mitzlachas. B'Sha Tevo, we don't know the time, and we mean it, B'Sha Tevo, Hashem knows the time, B'Sha Tevo Mitzlachas, it's a simcha, it's a surprising simcha, but everything should be with gezunt, and everything should be with gezunt. <clears throat> I was zeicher last night to go to a to go to a shul in Lakewood that I that I appreciate a lot. There's a place Morty Stiebel. I had a wedding last night. It was a hectic night, but I so appreciate that place. It was a wonderful place. We say in Alamichia about Eretz Yisrael. We call, we say Eretz Yisrael is Eretz Chemda Toiva Urechava. So we could talk about Chemda. Last night I spoke a little bit about Chemda. We could talk about Taiva. We have to understand each aspect, what's Chemda, what's Taiva. And those two, I, I wouldn't say are easy after what does it mean? What does it define there to Israel that it's an Eretz Chemda? But certainly that's Psokim, Ene Hashem Tamid Ba, that it's desired. It's, Hashem has a Chemda for it. We have a Chemda. It's Eretz Chemda has to be spoken about Taiva. We've spoken in the past, but it says Rechava, it's wide, spacious. I'm not the best geography guy. Eretz Yisrael is a little sliver and it's called spacious. That's a Chiddush Nifla, to call it many, many names, Eretz Yisrael, but to call it most spacious is a Chiddush Nifla. It's very thin, yet we call Eretz Yisrael a land that's Rechava, that's wide, spacious. And one of the things that's striking, anybody who goes to Eretz Yisrael, it's one of the most beautiful things about Eretz Yisrael and one of the most challenging things about amazing Eretz Yisrael is how many types of Yidin there are. There are as many types of Yidin as there are Hechsherim in Eretz Yisrael. It's an incredible amount of types of Yidin. And it's a beautiful thing. The MS and the land of Hashem is Saivo. It incorporates many, many times Many, many kinds. For, for many years, I wanted to understand, it says, Hamidu Talmidim Harbeid, have many students. But it doesn't say how many. Hamidu Talmidim Harbeid. Many is that Mishnah, Nasatat Varechel You say something, you should have many Talmidim. Rayobalander and I worked for many years running the yeshiva, and we fought is Talmidim Harbe. We agreed on many things, but we couldn't figure out how many. So give me an amount. Talmidu Talmidim Harbe. You don't give me an amount. So, so we'll argue. What he, he said this number, that's called Harbe already. I said, put a, a few others. It says Harbe. So, so where, where do you know? What's, the, what's Harbe? You don't know the amount. It lends for many, for a machlaik. It's Nasatavech Lishurim. But of course, Hamidu Talmidim Harbe means if you have five Talmidim, there should be five, there should be five possibilities of Talmidim. There are many people who only maimed one Talmud, and then everybody fights to be the Schmitz Talmud. They're maimed Talmud Echad. It's not Hamidu Talmidim Harbe. The answer is the amount of Talmidim should be the amount of guys there are. That's how Talmidim a person should be maimed. Hamidu Talmidim Harbe means there are many paths. Eretz Yisrael is rechava, it's wide, is that the, the place that, 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 that people are invited there, it's saival, many people. 
I was one time in my life, many, many times I went to the Kaisal on Shabbos Kodesh. I used to love going on Leil Shabbos. It was not packed at all. It's interesting. It's not so many years ago. But it's, it's interesting to hear today it's packed. But there wasn't so many, it wasn't packed. It's not going back a long time ago. But Leil Shabbos, especially the winter weeks, it was not packed. I went with my mishpacha. We went here. This is go. It's not. It's a couple of years ago. It's twenty five years ago. Feels like four. And we went there on Leil Shabbos. We went there. It was not packed. Lamaisa. I never was slept by the by the I never was yaitzelina. I never was there the whole Shabbos. No, who was, I never had spent Shabbos in the old city. We were walking in and then leaving. We came for davening, for a mincha, for a Kabbalah Shabbos. I never had been zeichem. One Shabbos in my life, a family, I, that I, a precious family was making a bar mitzvah. And I was zeichem, we were zeichem my mishpacha that we, we spent Shabbos by the kaisel. And it was very beautiful to see all the people, the different people. It's much more recent, much more action there. And to see the different people coming and going. And that Shabbos made me notice something that we say every single day in Halalukas. We say, Bainay Yerushalayim Hashem. Hashem is the builder of Yerushalayim. What's he doing building Yerushalayim? Nidche Yisrael Yechanes. Now, all of Klal Yisrael could be called. Nidachim. We all could be called Nidachim. We've been gone on quite the journey. But the Pasuk says, Nidcha Yisrael Yechanes. The pushed away Yid can enter. Here, everybody's, what's Hashem doing? Here, everybody's welcome. Here, everybody's welcome. Here, a Yid is wanted. Here, a Yid is appreciated. It's interesting if a storekeeper has a lot of business. So, Mitzad Echad, he's very excited. Baruch Hashem, his store is full. So Mitzad Echad, it's a tremendous bracha. Mitzad Sheni, it's very overwhelming. He has a lot of people. We always, it's a very sensitive, it's a complicated thing because you, you kvetch and then you feel guilty for kvetching. Because the guy's happy, he wants people, he wants his store packed. It's always very complex. So you have to kvetch, you're allowed to kvetch, you have to kvetch. With Hakaras Hatay, the gratitude that you have such a packed store, you want people frequenting your company, and then you have to figure out, but he's trying to service all the people. So you're allowed to kvetch. A guy is a big mishpacha, he kvetch. He's so happy for each bracha. You have to kvetch very carefully when you kvetch about bracha. There's a certain oif in how you have to kvetch. You have to kvetch with gratitude. The teretz is ashiris also. Somebody's rich and starts kvetching on being rich. You have to first celebrate being rich. There was a day when Klal Yisrael, B'nai Torah, were, were not a lot of B'nai Torah. And... It's interesting, there was a day people describe, they were trying to get my father, like they wanted him to come to yeshiva. Rebelski went to, to my father's, my grandparents' house to like convince my grandparents to get him into yeshiva from a mixed school. That's when there's, when there's Anius, we didn't have so many B'nai Torah, we were like fighting for every Ben Torah. So you could imagine the appreciation of a, of a, of a Yid, a yid was like celebrated after the Holocaust. You come a day today, today we're like, we're like, we're like shoot, no, 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 we don't have room for, on children. No. <laughs> Things have changed. Things have changed. There's Ashiras. 
I don't want to kvetch about Ashiris. We're thankful for Ashiris. We don't. We want Ashiris. We love the Ashiris of a huge, robust nation. But the dangers of Ashiris is Rahman feeling excess and saying, you're not welcome, you're not wanted, let's just, we have a lot, we're very wealthy, all of a sudden, we could be very selective. The yeshiva starts and is trying to recruit kids and want kids, then the yeshiva gets packed, it's very easy to get arrogant and very, very dangerous. So celebrate the Ashiras, Baruch Hashem, wealthy, but don't ever push away somebody. Don't ever, we have to remember the preciousness of kol echad ve'echad is precious and valuable in the Nisayan of Ashiris. So I love places where you, that, that function like Yerushalayim. Nidche Yisrael Yechanes. Here a Yid is wanted. It's better for everybody. It's not better just for the Yid. That's, that's, it's better because it says we know what a Yid is. But a Yid is like a better Yid. He's doing it. That's childish stuff. We know what a yid is. A yid. <laughs> we know the preciousness of the Am Hashem of a yid. So Yerushalayim, Bayin Yerushalayim Hashem is Nidcha Yisrael Chanes. I very much appreciate places, places that mimic Yerushalayim, that are, that's similar to the, the Binyan Yerushalayim of Hashem, that Nidcha Yisrael Yechanes. Here a yid is wanted. Here a yid's accepted. Here a yid's celebrated. There's, there are places around like that. that but the midrashas and but the knesias, I love those places. I would try to go anytime to such a place to be mechazik. It's interesting when the yeshiva was shut down for two months a few years ago. So a place like this took in a whole yeshiva. You know what it means? We're not the quietest bunch. We're energetic and geschmack. And a place for, for, for a few weeks took us in a whole yeshiva. They said, here, everybody's welcome. It was nice. A place in Munsi took us in for weeks. Incredible. It's a place like Yerushalayim, Nidcha Yisrael Yechanis. Here a yid is welcome. Here a yid's wanted. Here a yid is celebrated. Places like that are wonderful. And I suspect that when it says, Yerush, it says Eretz Yisrael is an Eretz Rechava, it's a wide land, it means a lot of room. A lot, and that's it, the Mitzvah that we got Eretz Yisrael, and you see it's the widest place on earth. It fits so many kinds, so many types. Clearly there, there's something, there's some force of MS there. There's Ashra Sashrin there, there that souls feel welcome and wanted and appreciated. There's something in the land. You don't find another place such an array, a wide array and a wide, so many Shvatim are there. There people are welcome. It's an Eretz Rechava, it's very wide. And I think it would be wise of us, our own institutions, our own Batim Midrashas, Batim Knesias which are, are, are all a mikdash, each one a mikdash, and all I should reflect that rechava, that wideness of Eretz Yisrael, that there many are accepted and wanted. So it was just mechayim. To go to a place, this Morty stable last night, there was an energy there, beautiful place. It felt very wide. That was a wide place. We were standing, pushed, bump, there, there was Pashat like in the traffic, they had bumper to bumper on the belt. We Pashat was standing, very a lot of traffic, but boy, was it roomy. It's Rechava, so I think there's something beautiful about that. I wanted to learn some Sukkim, that I want to try to learn a shtickle, the word Be'iyun. I really want to learn some Sukkim. I want to tell you, 
I, I try to learn the Archaim Akadosh on the parasha. I wanna, it's a chutzpah to say, argue. I see it different. I'd ask for the Chevra's opinions. I'll ask, please. I wanna, I wanna say a word tonight, but before that, I wanna learn the Sogya. Chumish Rashi, there's Ramban, and really delve into the following point. It says, after Yisrael comes to the desert, so if you want to follow inside, it might be Kedai Yod Ches Yod Gimel. Even Machras was the next day. Vayeshe Maisha Lishpay Desa'am. Maisha Rabbeinu sits down, Yod Ches Yod Gimel. Tadan Klal Yisrael. Vayamay to Amal Maisha Menabayke Veda Erev. Klal Yisrael sits there all day and all night. Vayar Chaysen Maisha Es Kol Asher Oysa La'am. Maish Rabbeinu's father-in-law sees all that he does to the people, Vayoymer, and he tines on Maisha, Ma'adavar, Azeh, what are you doing? Lam, what are you doing to the people? Maduata Yeshev Levadecha, why are you sitting alone? V'cholam Nitzah Alechem in the Baikar at Erev, and the whole nation is hovering above you day and night. Let's get on here. That's what Yisrael says to Maisha. Maishu Rabbeinu responds, The nation's coming to be Doirish Hashem. Rashi says Doirish Hashem is to ask Mepiyagvura. We'll see the Ramban says it means to pray. They're asking to be Doirish Hashem. The Ramban says it means they want me to pray to Hashem for their sick ones, for the Chaylim. Rashi says it means to ask Hashem. They're coming for din. And I'm teaching Torah three things according to the Ramban. I pray for Klaistral. They come to give me names of Chaylim. They come to din. And they come to be taught Torah. Maisha's father says, It's not good what you're doing. You're going to get worn out, and so is the nation. They're going to get worn out. Now, it's a pella, the back and forth. Maisha Rabbeinu sees Yisrael sitting there, and he says, What are you doing? What are you doing? This is wild. What was Maisha's answer? They're coming to ask me questions. Archaim HaKadosh, yes, Yisrael knew why they were coming. Yisrael observed. He was a very intelligent observer. I'm sure he asked the Yid, what are you guys doing? What is Maisha Rabbeinu's answer that what he explains what they're doing? Yisrael, then Yisrael says, it's not good what you're doing. You're going to get worn out in the nation. Isn't that what he first said? What's the back and forth? Yisrael starts, What are you doing? Maish Rabbeinu responds, Well, they're coming. And then Yisrael says, You're going to get, you're going to get worn out. And they're going to get worn out. What was the back, his first time? Is his, what, what was his first time? And what was Maish Rabbeinu's answer? And then what does he say back? So if we study Rashi well, Rashi learns his first time had nothing to do with the hours. Nothing. If, it's, if it was a quick, efficient system, Rashi learns the first time of Maisha Rabbeinu was that Klal Yisrael standing and Maisha sitting. Yashiv Kimelech Vichulan Aimdim, Vahoksha Daverli Yisrael, Shayim Zalzo Bhfayin Shal Yisrael, Vaychichu Al Kach, Maduata Yashil Vadech, Vikulam Nitzavim. 
Why are you sitting and they're standing? Nothing to do, nothing to do with the fact of how long it took. Now, if you look at the Psukim, you may be bothered. It says, And he says to Erev. But Rashi learns, if you carefully study Rashi, has nothing to do with how long they're standing. Rashi says, if a Dayan who does MS Lamitai, it's Nechshav, like was Mibaykev at Erev, it has nothing to do with how long. So according to Rashi, Yisrael's first Taina had nothing to do with the inefficiency of the system. His only Taina is, why are you, they standing and you're sitting? Zilzul Shalom. That was his only Taina that Yisrael had to Maisha. That was the only taina. Why are they standing and you're sitting, Maish Rabbeinu? Even if it's the most efficient system. Now, the Archaim HaKadosh didn't learn this in Rashi. And he's midactic in the word levadecha. He says, Why are you sitting alone? Which sounds like originally the taina is there should be others. So the Archaim HaKadosh on the word levadecha speaks it out, Pirush, why aren't any other shayftim? He speaks it out, Archaim, and he's learning in Rashi, if you see it. And he says, he says that, why are you sitting alone? It's an inefficient system. Rashi, if I, I, I don't, it doesn't look that's what Rashi's learning. When Rashi says, Rashi says, the Levadechas, you're sitting alone, not that there aren't other shayftim, and the people being judged aren't. That's what Rashi says. According to Rashi, he was not tining at first on the inefficiency of the system. Yisrael has two tainas, and the first one is dropped. Maish Rabbeinu says, you're wrong. Yisrael comes and says, I don't get it. Why are they standing and you're sitting? He's, he's coming for Zilzula and Shal Yisrael. It's a Zilzul. Now, the Ben Ezra argues on Rashi. He, the Ben Ezra and other Rishonim say that wouldn't be a Zilzul. That's always the way it is with Dayanim. But Rashi learns that Yisrael came and says, I'm standing, there's nothing to do with inefficiency. And Levadecha doesn't mean there should be other judges. It says, Ata Yeshe Levadecha, not as opposed to there should be other judges with you, as opposed that the litigants who are in front of you, Vichulam, Nitzavim, why are they saying? So according to Rashi, I, I, I think this, Darchaim didn't learn this way. In Rashi, he didn't learn this way. I don't know, I, I learned the Rashi, it looks this way in Rashi. I asked them to be Ma'ayan. It looks to me that Yisrael comes firstly, says, Klal Yisrael standing, you're sitting, hook shall Yisrael, that on this zilzul of Kfayden shall Yisrael. On that, Maisha rejects his taina. You never find it's changed. It's interesting, this taina is rejected. No, they're coming, Lidrei Sheselei Kim. They're coming, he answers something, that they're coming to ask Mepiah Gvura, and as such, it's appropriate they should be standing. As such, it's appropriate they're coming. They should be standing for that. For what they're coming, 
They're supposed to be standing. That the Dayanim sit is not a kasha. It says, Elikim Nitzah Vadas Kel. That's ready. The Allah, the Dayanim Ayyashvim, Ravram Avin wanted to stand up. So the Dayanim sit. So let them sit also. The answer is they're coming. Lidrisha Selikim. You have to stand up. You're coming to speak to Hashem. Lisho Mipiak Brisha stand. And Maisha's not mask him to that time of Yisrael. In the parent, he says back, no, they're coming Lidrish Elikim. Now Rashi does not learn Lidrish Elikim is the three things. The Ramban learns Lidrish Elikim means to daven for them, and din, and to learn Torah. According to Rashi, Lidrish Elikim means all the things they're coming is to find out Mepiyak Vura. When you come find out Mepiyak Vura, you should stand. I had this sense I had this sense this week, Bachram would take me to for a yeshiva. I was very stark. They all should wear white shirts. Very stark. Nothing to do with the, the, the yeshiva tzaddikim. They would take them if they came shirtless. I had a, a sense that you're picking a yeshiva to learn Torah. The, the moment is large. You're deciding where you're learning Torah. You have to come dress a big day Shabbos. Big day Shabbos for such a moment. You have to take a moment seriously. Big day Shabbos, such a moment. Get on your Shabbos, God. We, we can't be light about things. Big day Shabbos, you're coming to the side, you're coming to meet, this might be the yeshiva, you go learn Torah and, and study to a big day Shabbos for such an occasion. Maisha Rabbeinu responds that you're coming to ask Mepiyah Gvura. person stands for that. Lidra Shalikim, you stand. That seems to be a maskana. Then Yisrael asks a different kasha. Somebody disagrees with me. Our Chaim disagrees with me. In Rashi, it looks like this is how Rashi is learning. I, I, I don't, this is how it looks all the Rashis. Yisrael, that, the first time he doesn't even say, It's funny, the first time he says, I don't understand it. It's interesting. Yisrael, even the Lushan changes. The first time Yisrael asks, Please explain it to me. Why can't they sit down next to you? Why don't you let them sit down when they talk? Nothing to do with the inefficiency. If they're there for one second, he has no shaykhs. The baker at Erev, Rashi learns a different shot. Rashi learns it has nothing to do with how long they're there for. Zero. Why do they stand? They should sit. And he doesn't say, Yisrael doesn't say, I disagree. He's hokshe. He's asking a kasha. Why are they standing? The answer is they should stand. They're coming to ask me something you stand for that. Then he speaks like there's an inefficiency. Then Yisrael comes with the inefficiency and then of course Maish Rabbeinu does not respond to that. He listens to that. The first request and he chooses he chooses but you don't find that it changes at all this mahalich of the Oyam stands. That's I'm not sure that that's changed. It seems in Rashi that that first time. Again, I want, if the Olam over Shabbos tonight, somebody has a different way of understanding the Rashis. It does interest me, and I'm trying to work on the Pshat. There's something I want to share, but I don't like jumping to any other in Yanim till we get clerkite in the Pshat. It does look to me that Yisrael had two tainas, on the first taina, Maish Rabbeinu explains. On the second taina, Maish Rabbeinu acquiesces to Yisrael. Yisrael's second taina I want to talk about. 
the way I'm saying second, I'm not, Darchaim HaKosh says that was Nechlal in his first time. He clearly learns that way, Darchaim. So then I don't know what Moshe Rabbeinu responded. If Yisrael in his first time has said, this is a bad system, which Darchaim HaKosh speaks, Levadecha learns, why don't you have other judges? What was Moshe's answer? So the Archaim HaKadosh says a pshat, that it wasn't me who chose it, they chose it. You could see the Archaim HaKadosh's pshat. In Rashi, it sounds like he's learning that wasn't Yisrael's first taina. I asked Elam to check it out. In Rashi, it sounds like the first taina had nothing to do with inefficiency. Comes, comes Yisrael, and Yisrael says to Maishra Rabbeinu, this system, all of Klai Yisrael is waiting for Maishra Rabbeinu. And he says, Novel Tibo Gamata Gama And the word Gamata piques my interest. So the Archaim stells on the Gamata. I'm not talking about the Gamata. I should say Ata, the Gama on. The Gamata, the Archaim already is. But I'm asking a different question. I'm asking Novel Tibo Ata. Maishra, it's not good for you, you're going to get worn out. You're talking about Moshe Rabbeinu, the most humble Yid who ever lived. You're talking about a Melech. The Midah of a Melech is Lisvigar Mevalei Klum, is selflessness. The Midah of a Melech is Levava, is Levava Am. Moshe doesn't care about Zech. Yisrael comes, looks like a misread of a person. Yisrael comes to Moshe Rabbeinu, you're going to get worn out. <laughs> That's not how you, you talk. You, you tell Moshe Rabbeinu, it's not good for the nation. The Gamma Tud, that's, that's how you're going to tell Moshe. Novel Tibble, the Am's going to be novel. Ha'amazeh is going to be novel. Asherimach, what does he tell him? Atah. You're going to get worn out. Moshe Rabbeinu shrugged, he said, but that's what the people need. Gamma Tud, Gamma Am. What's that? Tah. Novel Tibble, Atah. You're talking to Moshe, the An of Mikoladam. Humility, a big chalik of humility is not to be about yourself. The Moshe, you're going to wear out from it. Shrug. And, 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 and the meat of a melech is listening to our klum. Tell him the icker point. The arm is sitting day and night. Is there all day? They, it's an inefficient system. What's gamma to gamma? There's a maisa, there's a noyadika maisa, Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, that I want, that we've, I've said once before here. I want to tell you the story of Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, and I want to talk about it for a few minutes. Rabbi Yisrael had a Talmud, Rabbi Itzel, Rabbi Itzel Blazer, and Rabbi Itzel came to Rabbi Yisrael. Rabbi Yisrael taught his Talmudim to be selfless. He spoke a lot about the Zulas, thinking about the Zulas. That was a teaching of Rabbi Yisrael, to the point that Rabbi Yisrael once asked his Talmudim, who were Nairdika Prushim, they were Pairishim Eilam in extreme ways, and he asked his Talmudim where he can get the best cut of meat in the city, and the Talmudim looked at him like, they, I was in Manhattan with a group of Bachim, and I was, had a meeting there, and, and, and they wanted to eat. They were thinking like who they can call like to find out a good cut of meat. I could tell you that who you can call to find out. You know? If Yisrael asked his Talmudim, where can I find a good cut of meat here? The Talmudim, the Talmudim looked at Rabbi Yisrael, and he got very upset. He said, when I spoke to you about precious. What does that mean? For your children, you don't know the best cut of meat? What are you talking, for the next person? He, he, the Rabbi Yisrael was upset at his Talmudim that for the next person, of course he should know what, you don't care about a pair of slacks, but for the next person, you don't know what a good pair of slacks is? 
He gave them, he gave them Musr, he raised Talmidim that thought about the Zulas. So if Itzel asked of Yisrael, he was 25 years old, and he was offered to be Rav of Petersburg. It's in Tanuas HaMusr. He was offered to be Rav of Petersburg. So he asked Rabbi Yisrael, should he take the job? We could all hear the Shailu. He was young, a big Shailu. Yisrael's answer is, is shocking. Rabbi Yisrael says to Rabbi Yisrael, you can imagine what is Shailu. I don't think this is one part of his Shailu, what Rabbi Yisrael said. You ask a Shailu, you think you're Mevar, that's Tadim. He said, Rabbi Yisrael, you've always been a Davener. You're a Davener. You're a big time Davener. Rabbi Yisrael was a Davener. He said, is this better for your davening or worse for your davening? <laughs> Rabbi Yisrael, a million yidni can impact and affect. And Rabbi Yisrael who taught his Talmidim to be there, the words of Rabbi Chaim Belajan, Lainivra Adam Lachriti. And here's an opportunity to affect one million. The Rav of Petersburg could affect a million people. And he asked his Rebbe, he asked his Rebbe, should I take the job? I didn't, I said his name, Zivitzel Blazer. I felt if I said his name, Zivitzel Petterberg, I would have destroyed the story. So now I could tell you, and, ah, you read what, so you know what happened. I guess it was good for his davening. But <laughs> Lemaisa, Lemaisa, what's Pshatmo what's in the story? He said, you're a good davener, is this good for your davening? Isn't that selfish? What, what's happening? What's happening here? I th- I, there's more than what I'm saying right now. There's more, the sugya is a sugya. I want to say the most elementary thought in the sugya. I actually think there's a tifer inyan that I'm saying right now, but I want to start the sugya. I want to say like this. Any speaker in the world, any, all of us here, you, you had such beautiful shirim every Friday night, all of us have had opportunity to speak. Any speaker knows about the following person. I say in every crowd of a hundred, there's one nudge. There's a small, this is a geschmack where, where Hamish says, no, I don't see one right here. But in, in a crowd of a hundred, there's always a nudge, and you know, you know about this guy. Whatever you speak about under the sun, you give a share on Zrizus, on alacrity. Always somebody's going to wait online and say, what about Messinos? They're going to look so ernst. They say, what about Messinas? What about being deliberate? You speak about energy and alacrity, and somebody's going to wait online, Maish, and they're going to have different ways of asking it. They're going to say, what about Messinas? Now, in everything under the sun, is there's the thing, and it's balanced. It's called in Musr. And you know that before you speak. If you speak about kindness, you give a shear on kindness. Somebody, what about self-care? If you speak about self-care, what about kindness? Any topic under the sun, there's the thing and its counter. And you'll always have the nudge. Now, if the nudge gets in your head, so you think, Elon, when you speak about Zerizos, mention I and Yavadi Yishbimesinus. I want to say, I have no riot to this. I don't think you should speak about the opposite. Even though you know the nudge is in the crowd, don't do it. Don't do it. The nudge will line up, let them come, they'll, they'll ask it so innocently. What about the other way? Still, don't let him get in your head or her get in your head and just speak. What happens? You know in the world there's deliberate and there's energetic and decisive, both 
both midas are needed. Balance does not mean you're 50% of each. It means you're 100% deliberate and 100% passionate. It's 100% of each, not 50 of each. And then you use whatever toolbox and you're able to have both. So if you hold there needs to be an onslaught of Zrizus. You're not going to give that ruach the second you start speaking about Messinus. You're like, just speak about Zrizus. You hold in the world that needs now to be a chizik of Zrizus. At the point that you start like saying Messinus, you're doing, you're going to teach 50-50 Kilu. So that's not, you, there needs to be 100% Zrizus. Just talk about Zrizus. As if you don't know there's such a thing called Messinus. That's what I think. A different time, you'll put in the, you'll, you'll, you, the, there needs to be a tremendous onslaught of Messinus. So another time, you'll just talk about Messinus if you don't know about Zrizus. That's what I tend to think. I tend to think that if you start like handling the balance, you te- you're teaching almost 50-50. Even if you do 75-25, it's not what you want to teach. You see there needs to be a chizik in the area of Zrizus. Just talk about Zrizus as if you're unaware. Now you'll have the nudge after, oh, tough luck, deal with it. Okay, so they'll come over and say, what are the other sides? Okay, it's come, come in three weeks, you'll hear the shit. That <laughs> right now we're talking about this. So that, that's, that's my gut. Except comes a Mishnah. And the Mishnah says, a beautiful Mishnah, it says, I, I appreciate, I think I might appreciate the Mishnah, I'm a two, probably in the anagram, could be. And twos struggle a lot with martyrdom. That's a, the struggle of a two. So I appreciate a beautiful Mishnah, to take care of yourself, self-care. Beautiful, beautiful self-care. The chesed of a person being kind to self is, is, is tremendously important. That a person has self-care, huge, what a memram, a rochnius of self-care. Hillel's taking a shower, his talmidim, they always used to him doing mitzvahs, what are you doing, Rebbe? He said, I'm doing a mitzvah, I'm taking care of my body. Naira, self-care is valuable, is precious. It's always like allergic to me. I hear about martyrdom. Somebody's like, some, the, the, the type of martyrdom of a person's like not taking care of self, it's, it's, not, it's not religious, it's irreligious. It may not need me. A person, where's the chesed to self? I hardly believe you're doing chesed to others. You don't even do chesed to yourself. It may not need me. A beautiful Mishnah, may not need What a sheer, what a life's lesson, what a value of chesed to oneself. Of Goimel Nafsha Yishchas said, tremendous, tremendous value and precious and important Mishnah. And then the Tana, he does it. The Tana finishes, Shini lacks me money. That nudge got in the Tana, sounds like the nudge like got in the Tana's head. But the Mishnah, why do you have to finish? You said such a good cheer. I would not, none of us here, if we would have had a whole night cheer, you can give a whole night cheer on self care. The altar of Kelm's son in law describes his own, described the altar of Kelm so identified with his soul, he said he took care of his body like we take care of an ani. You could speak about him, it's, it's a sheer to ponder. Nobody after, I don't see a nudge amongst us. If we spoke about self-care, only the nudge starts saying, yeah, what about doing for others? I, just, so there's another, we, we learn every Thursday night together. Can we learn that? A different, right now I'm putting in this, right now we're talking about self-care.
We're talking about the main anili mili. So it's funny, Shanila asks me money. Whenever you're like, now you're teaching balance, not good, maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you could teach both sides at once. I don't think that's what's going on in the Mishnah. I think in the Mishnah, I think in the Mishnah, it's all about Ani. The whole Mishnah is Ani. It may not need Limili, so take care of your Ani. Shanila asks me money, an expansive Ani, but the Ani is meant for service. And to, to, the, to the person of service, the taking care of the Ani and the, and the, and the building the Ani is the same sugya. It's not two sides of a coin. The care of the Ani and the, and, and the doing for others. What is the Ani? The Ani is the, is, is the Ani that's here. If, if somebody fills his car with gas, it's not a different component than giving rides to people. It's all part of the sugya of giving rides with your van, is filling it with gas so it's alive to give rides. Giving it an oil change is, you give a, car, a van an oil change so you could drive it weiter for mitzvahs. It's not two sugyas, the van an oil change and being careful with the tires. My father taught me, Torah from the Avais, from the Imais, a very important anabit to be very careful with the tires of a car. Can have the fanciest, best car if the tires aren't good. A person could be dangerous. I try to t- remind my kids also my, my picture of youth before trips, my father pulling out his little zach and like testing the, each tire. And it like, sh- the back would shoot out the old way they test. Today, the, mach- the, the machines, I'm just keeping an eye. If it, has the, if it has the air thing goes on, fill up the air. It's not safe. It's not safe. There's not full air. It's there. You could have the fanciest car, the best machine. The tires. I picture my father training us to care for the tires. So you teach somebody to care for the car. That's a separate zacht than giving rides and doing mitzvahs with the car. The car is a machine to drive. You have to have care for the car so that it could drive. It's not a, it's not a separate sugya. The meinanili mili, the care for self the self-care of, the, of, of that which is, is meant for service and the self-care of that which meant for service is not two sugyas. Rabbi Yisrael, when he, asked, when he asked his Talmud, and he said to his Talmud, he said to Rav Itzel, you're a good davener, the question of your service is, what's your ani? Of course, you have to look in your ani. If you're looking out of your ani, you're all confused. Self, there's no two so being selfish or selfless. You have to look and understand your ani to know how it expresses in the world outside, in the expansion of the ani. You're a davener. Your ani is a davener. You have to know what your ani is. It's not two so your world inside and your world outside, and then like you have to like balance the two things. The world outside is the complete expansion. Hashem made you of this amazing force of this this of tremendous impact and power. Understand your ani. So he said, "What's your ani? You're asking should the ani shani latzimani? You want to expand your ani? You have to know what your ani is." So he said, your ani is a davener. If it's, if it's bad, if this isn't the job for a davener, if it doesn't help your davening, if this is not who is, he was saying, I know who you are, you're a davener. 
You're Ani's a daviner. Is this the job? I guess they decided it's the job for a daviner. You have to ask, like, what the shayrish? Now, you could say very superficially, you could daven for everybody. There's a mid of a daviner. Maybe that's connection. But I guess that's why he became Ritzel Petrover. But he said that the question has to become, you're a daviner. That's your Ani, Rabbi Yisrael. Fascinating. Of Taich of Itzel's Ani as a daviner. So he said, you have to declare, is this the job for a daviner? Is this fit? Does, an, does, does, the, does this fit? That's what he was telling him. It's not two sides of a coin. It's a deep care and concern for the Ani and understanding of the Ani that of course is designed to expand and to give and to be of service, of course. So I, I see in these words that Yisrael says to Moshe, novelty his first concern, you'll worn out so that it can't be right if you yourself will not succeed, it can't be right. It's not about martyrdom and, okay, but it's good for them. There's a tiny for itself. Novelty bogamata can't be your act of service. You'll get worn out. It's not, okay, I'll take one for the team. It's clearly not your place of service. If novelty bogamata, you're a davener, Revitzel. I see in these words, novelty bogamata. That the first time on this system, it can't be. I don't see you being successful in this role. Novelty bogamata. So in the most selfless person who's all about lahayulachriti, you could tell the person novelty bogamata. You don't look good in such a matzav. So it's it's before you even get there. Even if it wouldn't be gamaam, even if the arm would look wonderful and just you would look worn out. This can't be that what your ani is meant for. Novelty, you tell the selfless person. You tell the other, you tell the the hum the anavmi koladam, the levave levav kolam, novelty bogamata. It doesn't look good on you. It's not, and that alone says that's not the ani. Rabbi Yisrael told me he's saying a million people I can impact and affect and do. He said, You're a Daviner. Does a Daviner look good there? Does a Daviner fit there? Martyrdom, forget that. All the, your Ani was made to, sh- to expand, to share, to give. The first question has to be, does my Ani fit this? If my Ani doesn't fit this, there's no start to this equation. I think, that, I think there's another Nikudi that I'm, that, I, that I'm trying to wrap my mind, but I think this is the truth, what we're sharing. And I think this, this point often, I think there's a, there's a struggle that often we have that I'm not convinced we need to have of our internal selves with our external mission and we like struggle. And often if we work out our own sugyas is our path to our external mission. Our path, and I I, I spend a lot of my days, I spend my days with people 18, 19, 20, those age groups, where people are asking, what's my mission? Now all our lives we have questions to our missions, but I'm spending an age when it's like the prevalent question, where am I putting my kaychus? What do I want to be involved in? And the, the sense if I have my own things, my own day, my own midas, and the external. I could, say, I could say in my life, I see this a lot. I have learned, it's very, very interesting to me, in a role of being close to guys and listening to people's story and trying to get better, being called out that you're not hearing emotional nuance and then seeing internally that I need to work on hearing emotional nuance, my own story and my own life, the balance of the inner world and your inner struggle and your external mission are amazingly connected. There's a tremendous chizuk here. 
tremendous encouragement that Pasha, we said we have like two sugyas in two worlds. We have the internal, our own private internal world and a separate zach of how we impact the world. And we like oh, grapple managing, it's, it's not two worlds, it's very, very stark, the same world of, of creating the Ani, of saying you're a Davener, so let's figure out how a Davener is Matzliach, and th- that's how, and then a Davener presents to the world, and why is there a Davener? Of course, the Davener for the next person, of course, that's why there's a Davener, but, but, but Kaidim Kol, you have to create a Davener, and a Davener can impact the world. Rabbi Yisrael Salanter told this Talmud, who had a chance to affect a million Yidin, he spoke repeatedly, Rabbi Yisrael pounded selflessness, and he told the Talmud, is this good for you or davening? Amazing. That's what he should think about in terms of he should take the job. There's not a selfish component. When, when you think in those terms, there's not a selfish aspect of that. He's not talking about what, what a davener, of course, is, is for others. That's what a davener is. But to try to understand, is this the place of expression of what you're sharing with the world? You have to understand your ani. You're a davener, Rebetzel. Is this good for a davener or not? In as much as a good for a davener, so that's the place to expand, to share a davener with the world, to then hand the davener to the world. Our, our challenges and battles within, of our own nisyanus, very much connect to our job without. And it go, you'll, in both ways we can gain chizuk. In both ways we can gain chizuk. If we sense for whatever reason, and there are missions, I say this with child raising, to raise that kid to the to a, if you don't understand this, so you have a certain kid. You say, how many people express that kid's not like me? What are you really saying? We don't care if the kid's like me. You're saying to raise that kid as an akuda that's not in me. It doesn't matter if you like that kid or not. But what you're saying is this: my construction is not to raise this. No, if that's clearly your mission, so that's also your world within. It works both ways. That's clearly, and some zachin you can clear, to raise our children is clear your mission. That, that they're missions that are evident and become obvious in all of our lives. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying the reverse, the reverse of the Rabbi Yisrael story. Rabbi Yisrael said, see if it helps you davening to see if it's your mission. If you're in a situation where it's vada your mission, so then it's your job in the world within to create that which is. So if you see, but I don't have that, so good. So vice versa, you now learned about your world within, what you could have to construct. It works and it's a chizuk and an encouragement to both ways. It's interesting. I think many men relate to me that we're not the best as at doing two things at once. And any time I know myself, I know myself, I'm zeichen to be part of a kehillah, a beautiful kehillah, and I'm zeichen to be part of a yeshiva. What makes it such a chizik is there's so much interlap. There's so much, it's not, if it's different missions, you say, I can't split, doesn't feel split. Doesn't feel split. It's a, there's one massive, there's one idealism. It feels very connected. And the more the mission as Shaykhis, it's easier when mission, you find yourself pulled different ways. It's very difficult. Sometimes we have no choice. Good. So then we have to learn that to do two things. But sometimes I think there are times we all too often feel 
in our world within, world without, we feel split, and it's not true. They're often very in sync. Rabbi Yisrael told this Talmud to think about his praying abilities in terms of affecting this job as being the head of, being running a million yidden. Think you're a davener. Does it help you davening or not? So could you imagine he was helping a million yidden and he felt it was good for the davener? That's a job for a davener. So his private world within was so in sync with his external world, mibachotz. I think that's instructive for us. Good night and good chance.